0: hello my friends i am alexandra nicole and you are with me today for thriving thursdays and we have brendan boyd with us i call him the podcast guru my friends (laughs) so i am so happy to have him here brendan how you doing
1: i'm good i'm good i'm excited to be here appreciate your time um love this virtual stage i'm excited absolutely i'm excited yeah, I'm excited yeah, to have yeah. you too. You and I have so, been talking about getting together for a while. So I'm excited that we had an opportunity to, you know, to do something.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us about the pod agency and how that developed, what your motivator factor was, all the things.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, honestly, it it is just something that came out of like a, a necessity for myself. And um, I always tell entrepreneurs, you know, if you can answer one or three questions, you got a product or service. Um, you know, the questions are one, you know, what is something that you need in your own business or your own life that, you know, if you were able to solve this problem or you had this thing, your life could be better. Right. Right. Um, question two is what is something that people come to you for? Um, they, they know of you, um, it's easy for you to do. And everyone always asks you for If that thing. You can monetize that. And the third thing is like, if you think about the marketplace, what's missing or what can be improved uh, with something that you see, but something that you hear, if you can solve that, that's another product. So for me, pod agency was just exposure. You know, I needed more exposure in my business. I needed to be out there more in my uh personal business, what I had going on and stuff like that. So it was just like, hey, listen, if I could get on more shows, if I could solve it for myself, I know other people, this would be something that they that they would be interested in as well. So that's kind of like how it uh how it came about. And when once I had the idea, I just I just put it out there. I just said, hey, listen, who could use this? Uh, three people responded. And I was like, oh, I think I got something here. So that's kind of how, how it all started.
0: So with the pod, agency, what is your focus on empowering people? What's that information look like for you? So uh, just walk me through like your clientele and, and what your services entail for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, it's for like um, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, and business owners who are looking just to get in front of more people. If you're looking to get in front of more people... If you're looking to um let more people know about what you have going on how you provide a solution the problems that you solve um if you want to be a household name in your category generally your competitor is not focused on getting in front of more eyeballs so if you make that paramount as part of your marketing then you're going to get in front of more people 100 percent you're going to you'll be more findable more edifiable more searchable you know you'll be the you'll be the go-to person in your space
0: yeah, that, that's one of the uh, lessons that I craft around that visibility piece, right? Is the publicity and being a published author helps you gain credibility and expertise in your field. And, and it used to be three Ps, but I have now incorporated podcasting because it's so important for not only to be the person that's being interviewed, but also to have a podcast too, right? To be continually adding value to your community and also showcasing the abilities of others because we, we are multifaceted right like we help people in our lane and there's always space for someone else to come and empower us and make us smarter about something and help us fill in the blanks right so that I, I love that aspect of you felt like there was a need and you wanted to answer it and now you have built a business around it so what were you in any businesses or was there any background that you had before pod agency was born?
1: Um, I mean, I, you know, I coach, I coach podcasters, how to grow, scale, monetize this show. Um, you know, I'm a marketing strategist. And, and prior to that, I was in um, uh, real estate. I was in real estate for like eight years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell everybody, I know you've got a really cool story about how you started and you had like a clothing line at some point. <laughs> Give us a little bit of background on how that, because I feel like everything that we go through is important. To the journey and how we end up where we are. So tell people a little yeah. bit
1: about that. Um, you know, I was in the fashion industry for about um uh, close to ten years, and um, you know, we we sold our clothes in eight different countries online, big box retail, our uh, big box retailers, um, boutiques. Um, we were in video games. We did collaborations with Mountain Dew. Oh, cool. Um, you know, it, it was it was it was a pretty good brand you know what i mean um it kind of ran its course my business partner and i you know we we, we became culturally successful but we didn't have mentorship we didn't have business coaching you know we didn't have the foundations down and then him and i we just couldn't you know continue to stay on the same page so um you know after that business i got into real estate because i you know i still wanted to help people and i love the idea of um, helping buyers buy and helping sellers sell and just building relationships through it all Um, and then towards the end of my career in real estate, I was just like, I don't really see myself selling these, selling these and showing these houses to our 60s, 70s, 80s, you know? Yeah. So I knew there just had to be a way to get paid faster, make more money and make more impact, uh, you know, quicker, you know, um, and being able to enjoy yourself more and enjoy your life, enjoy the people and just have new and different consistent experiences. Um. And that's when I got into uh, real estate. I mean, not real estate. That, that's when I got into, um, you know, personal development and investing in myself and um, doing courses and programs and you know getting in different rooms and you know um, learning how to take an idea and package it up into a product and then you know monetize and and, and uh, market that product and get paid for it. Um, yeah. and, and it's been great. I went. I went and trade that knowledge or expertise or that journey for anything.
0: You know, a lot of people, especially in our community, they are hesitant when it comes to that investment in personal development, right? So you would say that investing in yourself and taking the time to align with other people and allowing that mentorship to come into play, that helped you, that filled in the gap to accelerate your journey, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would invest in myself every single time. I feel like not investing in yourself is not smart, you know? I mean, I think you're spending, you're making an investment either way. It's going to be time or money. So if you want a different result, you got to decide what resources do I have? Do I have more money or do I have more time?
0: Yeah. Time you, get,
1: time you never get back. Money, money's not even real. So I would trade the money every single time for something tangible that you can actually build upon or or you can utilize to um, to grow with you know you can't do that with time and if you hold the money too long it's not going to be worth what it was worth when you had it originally so yeah. I would trade in the hope notes every single time for some information that I could utilize and, and then you know turn into dollars
0: I completely agree there was this there was this mental shift when I heard something that showed me that I was actually valuing money that I was my time more than I was my time and somebody put it to me they said if I was to give you a million dollars right now, would you take it? And I'm like, of course I'd take it. But they say, well, would you take the million dollars if you only had five more minutes to live? And I was like, wow. So it's really not about the money and the value that we place on money because if I can't live to enjoy the money, it means nothing, right? So Mm -hmm. ultimately time is more valuable than money. And I think that that is the first kind of shift that you have to have in your mentality to value yourself, to value your time, what you have to offer and being willing to invest in yourself to expedite your process and, and to level up. Like we're all learning, right? We're There's gonna be somebody watching this and they're gonna get a shift in their perspective. They're gonna learn something from you because I know that you're gonna be dropping some gems. You always do. But <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with me and reminding me of how valuable our time is. And sometimes, you know, we have to exchange that currency in order to gain our time and expedite our process. So tell me, so, what do you wanna share with people? Cause I know you're always dropping gems. You're always enlightening people with information. I When I was first, I don't even know how I came across you. I came across you on Instagram. Maybe you were being interviewed by somebody. I don't know. But I just kind of started to watch your content and listen to podcasts you've been on. And I learned so much in such a short period of time. And I reached out to you and here we are, the collaboration zone now, right? So love social media, gotta love it. So, what what are some takeaways? What can you leave with people if they are interested in getting into podcasting? They want to be guests. They want to come on and, and share their their product, talent, or service. What advice do you have about how you go about that process?
1: Well, I can give you. I can use something in real time, right? I'll give you something in real time. So, a client um, literally just texted me as I'm. As I'm on uh, Thriving Thursdays and the client texts me back. um, So there's a podcast that he wanted to get on. And um, I told him what the price was. The price was 7K. And um, I'm going to read what he says. He said, "Um, that's too much. I'm looking at one to 4K max. Right. So I haven't responded to him yet because I'm on, I'm on with you. So. It's all in how you look at it. He wants exposure, but he wants exposure that's limited. What is your What is your What is your um goal? Is your goal to get in front of as <clears throat> as many people as possible? Because if if it's four K, and let's say I get you on two podcasts, that'll take up that four K budget. But that was two podcasts. Won't do what this one podcast will do at 7K.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Are you saving money or are you losing money?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Because mm-hmm. if you if you know like, okay, if I get 100 leads coming in and my uh, conversion rate on those 100 leads might be 20%, right? So now I got... 20 you know 20 leads or whatever the case may be right Mm -hmm. um of those 20 I can close let's say two and let's say my average cart might be you know let's say my program I don't know what his program is but let's say it's 3,500 or 4,000 you know um well maybe it's 5,000 I don't know what it is but I just made ten thousand dollars but then I got I got all the contacts I got all of the leads I got the content that I can redistribute. That particular podcast has a, has a, has a TikTok account of over a million. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I'm saying? You just have to yeah. look at like, what's the goal? You, you know what I'm saying? Because if the goal is to save money and get on some smaller podcasts, you can do that. But then you can't then be like, well, I didn't get no leads from that either. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So what I would say to people watching is like, most businesses fail because of two things. One, you don't have enough leads, so you don't have enough exposure. And Mm -hmm. two, you trap yourself in the business,
0: Mm -hmm. If you
1: trap yourself in the business, that means you don't have a business. You just made yourself a job and it makes you feel more empowered because it's your job. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right.
1: You're still employed to yourself, which means you don't have time freedom. And if you want to grow your business, you need to get exposure and you need to make exposure paramount to your marketing. Like it needs to be important. Like every week you should get on a new stage. Even if you're you're someone that doesn't want to invest right now, you know, in bigger shows, that's fine. At least get on a free show or two every single week. If you get on one show a week, the 52W strategy, that's 52 podcasts by the end of the year. That's 52 different audiences that get to know who you are. That's 52 different opportunities that will make you more findable, more searchable, more edifiable your digital footprint will grow. So I would keep those two things in mind. Like, where can I go today? Where can I go this week? Where can I go this month to let people know about who I am, what I do, how I help people, how I make an impact, how I influence. And then oh. and then think about it. Am I, I mean, I feel like I know what I'm doing and I, you know, we're doing well. But am I actually running a business or am I trapped in a job that I created myself? Mm. Because if you're running a business, you will start to delegate certain things and, and uh, you know, ascend yourself to higher levels. So you're, you're more of, an, a, of a visionary or, or a CEO or a founder. You know, you're not right. a tasker. You're not a doer. You're not an implementer. You know, yes. you're more of a, of a thinker. A conceptualizer, right? And if you, you know, if you still want to be pretty active in your business, you can. But I would still delegate tasks that aren't really aren't they don't equate to your time value.
0: Right. That's so good. I think the reason why a lot of people, especially the clients and the people I talk to, where they're kind of at the beginning stages, they don't have their SOPs in order. They don't have their standard operational practices, right? So they don't trust anybody. To be able to delegate those tasks to because they don't have everything mapped out on what their expectations are, right? So then you become overwhelmed because you're like, well, I just, I'm the only one that can do it right, (laughs) right? Instead of just sitting down, you know, decompressing, thinking about what the process is, thinking about how you want it, how you want to map it out, and then outsource that to a team member or somebody that you pay to do that specific job you know what I mean but we gotta take a break this is so good keep that thought we gotta take a break and run this ad real quick as the seasons change so should your skincare routine don't let the fall and winter weather take a toll on your skin discover Mary Kay's skincare line it's not just about looking beautiful it's about keeping your skin healthy and protected Reach out to your trusted Mary Kay consultant, Cheryl Carnes, today. And guess what? Cheryl is offering free consultations. Call her now to discover the perfect skincare and beauty routine tailored just for you at 843-481-0610. Transform your skin with Mary Kay and face the colder weather with confidence. (laughs) <laughs> back at it, back at it. So with your with your podcast agency and empowering people on how to package themselves essentially, right? And to align themselves with aspects of their business that will help them grow, expand their reach, impact more people. What is your legacy? What do you want? How do you envision that un- unraveling in the coming years? What do you want your legacy to be as an individual and as the pod agency?
1: Well, I mean, you know, it, th- this is a business that um, I'm looking to uh, grow to, so so I can sell it. It's not a business that I'm necessarily looking to continue to operate. There's other things I want to do. You know, there's things, other things I'm interested in. You know, like government contracting's interesting. I got this podcast tour that I'm, I'm you know, I'm launching the Black Podcasters Tour. Um, you know, there's there's speaking that I, I currently do that, but I, you know, I want to continue to do and get on, you know, bigger levels with that travel, you know, like I even got a, uh, you know, a skincare uh, line that I'm working on. Nice. Um, it's just things I want to do. So it's really just like my idea of business now is different. It's like every business doesn't need to be developed from scratch. You know, you can, you could be in mergers and acquisitions and start buying businesses that are in the categories that you want to be. Maybe there's somebody that has a business and, it's moving and grooving. You can come in there, invest some dollars, you know, become a partner. Right. Start giving some, start getting some dividends, you know what I mean? As opposed to like, oh, I got an idea for this business, and I'm gonna just start it. You don't have to start it.
0: You right. know, T code is right.
1: like find a business already moving and and acquire that or, or become a partner within that. Or maybe there's somebody's passion already, maybe they started it, but you can get in there, and give them the capital that they need. Um, and help grow the business Um, so yeah that's kind of like where I'm at you know just enjoying things more uh, doing things at a higher level like even earlier like I'm an avid reader right so I was on a call earlier I'm gonna pull it up a friend of mine was talking to me about like um, you know like consumer laws uh, sovereignty how like um, you know even when you have a A contract with like a a creditor, let's say like AT&T or, you know, Sprint or something like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, like that's that's not even like, okay, it's that debt that you're paying them or that bill that you're paying them is is honestly uh, illegal. So like learning, learning stuff about that, how like, you know, if a creditor comes at comes at you and um, they want to report something bad on your report, how that's illegal, you can get that off. You know, Just like different things on how like, the way the government writes certain laws, we can use those laws in our favor. The only difference is, it's just, we don't know about-
0: We don't know about
1: that information, right? So I say that to say, I'm on this call, my friend's like deep in the subject, right? So she's going off, like she's giving me all the information. So she mentioned like two books, and I just I grabbed them off top. Like I'm not waiting. You know what I'm saying? Um right. let me real quick. I can tell you what they are because I want to Yeah, make let sure. tell them
0: to me so I can write them down.
1: Yeah, I, I want to tell you what you are. I want to tell you what they are. And it could be something that maybe your audience, you know, might be interested in in grabbing if this is a subject that um, you know, that they're interested in. Obviously, we're talking about podcasting and it's driving Thursdays, but I want to give y'all some heat. So yeah. uh one is a book that's called um how to free yourself from league from legal tyranny the UCC connection so learning the UCC codes all right how to free yourself from legal tyranny um and the other one is called uh, meet your straw man and whatever you want to know so these are these are books that are um the author let me tell you the author really quick pull it up So the author is David E. Robinson.
0: Okay. Of both books.
1: Yep. Of both okay. of both books. And these are books that's just gonna give you way more clarity, you know, on like government things that are actually in our benefit. So for instance, like you might not be somebody that's into politics. I'm not necessarily. You might not be someone that's like, you just feel like government is like a hierarchy. Like you might even think about the government and get anxiety, you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like you think about policies and politics and all that stuff. You just like
0: no I, that's some other that. time, right? <laughs> yeah, some other time. Of- but
1: but those are the things that are very important. Like like I never had a father, right? So when I'm so whenever I become a a father or have have my family. I know now there's certain things that are important and I'ma just give y'all a list of things that are important cause I can see the comments, so I can type. So if you're watching this or listening to this in real time or you got the opportunity to take some notes, I'ma just give you some things that you can consider and maybe you wanna look them up at your own time. So the first thing I would say would be like credit and consumer law, right? You should know credit. First of all, money's not real. It's not connected to nothing. It's a hope. Right. note. it doesn't even exist. If the government right. says it's worth t- this amount today, tomorrow's gonna be worth something else. So exactly. we care about something that's not, that's imaginary. They can say tomorrow right. that this pin is more valuable than a dollar because it's not, it's not backed by nothing. What's really valuable in our country. A lot of countries don't even necessarily have credit is credit. So mm-hmm. You need to understand credit. You need to understand consumer law. And you need to understand that your credit profile doesn't really, I mean, your credit number, score doesn't matter. It's your profile. So the first thing I would say is take some time and like understand credit and consumer law. Number one. Second thing I would say is insurance, life insurance. And life insurance is so important because life insurance can be used as um, a tax-free uh, growth shelter for your revenue. Ma- the majority of, of, I would say, um, Amer- um, Americans of color, like people in our country of color, they don't have life insurance. They wait for somebody to pass and they just do a go-for-me. That's, that's not what's up. Um, it's harder for you to get 50, 60 people to donate to bury your loved one than it would be to pay anywhere from 100 to $500 a month to create a nest egg for retirement, to pay for the house, to pay for you if you get sick, or if somebody pass, that turned into a 3X or 4X, you know, what you were contributing, right? Yep. And there's all different types of insurance, but it, it, it can whole also life
0: be- my mind. Whole life yeah. and whole concept. I was like, what? 100%. You guys, if you don't know about whole life, start to look into whole life insurance, okay? So that you can protect your wealth and grow it. But go ahead, Brenda.
1: Yep. so I would say uh, credit and consumer law, insurance, number two. Number three, I would say taxes, the tax code. Um, and what I would say with this, I'm going to give you a couple other things, but I would say if you're in a relationship or if you have a partner or if you're married, you don't have to feel like you need to go get everything. Make a plan with your with, with your partner or your best friend. Have this person go get some information. You go get some more information. Then y'all come together because that's how teams work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing I would say is uh, a trust. Like, oh, I spelled that wrong, but uh, trust. Because the trust will provide you with protection, and as you're building your wealth, it will shield your wealth from the government. And if you have, you know, kids in multiple generations, it will keep your wealth intact. So you could just look at, you know, the Rockefellers right look at the rockefellers how they secured their wealth um you know ver, ver, versus um um that other family where anderson cooper uh comes from i forget uh mm. i can't think right now
0: i don't because, know uh, they were
1: i'll tell you right now anderson cooper descendant anderson cooper Oh, the vanderbilts no oh, okay so the, so the vanderbilts and um uh rockefellers were two were two of the most like wealthiest families, the Vanderbilt's lost all their wealth because they didn't have a structure, whereas the Rockefellers' wealth is still thriving now because they use trust, they use life insurance, they had a structure. So even when there's new generations of Rockefellers, they're still hella wealthy, right? So that's number four, right? Number five, I would say is always... Be learning. Mm-hmm. So what comes along with that would be like mentorship, programs, courses. Like I said earlier, I was on the phone with a friend of mine. She's heavy in this in this credit and consumer space. I'm not gonna be like, oh, how much is it? Oh, there's too much. Oh <laughs> nah. I want the information because the information is gonna change the situation. Right? Absolutely. The next thing I would say is um Learn the stock game. I haven't learned it yet, but I will learn the stock options trading game. And you don't gotta be somebody that's like actively going crazy, but yeah. You know, if if you know what's going on, you know how to trade, you don't gotta work no more. Like I literally took a three-day trading um masterclass a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I thought I had this little box right here, but it's not here right now, but um One of the one of the teachers, he told me that he was a retired um, musician and he was in his 40s and he realized, you know what? I can't do this in my 60s and 70s. I got to figure something else out. Yeah. He he took three years and figured out how to trade. And that's how we that's that's how he makes money. He could trade for anywhere. But obviously, all of these companies that we buy from, they're all on the market. So purchase ownership in these companies by buying, buying the stocks, or you can get a bucket of stocks. So bucket up, you know what I'm saying? But just, I would, I would learn, I would learn that, you know what I'm saying? Um,
0: oh, so good. So yeah, good. The
1: next thing I would do is the highest level of value and the way that you can get paid the most money is through uh, speaking and educating. What does that mean? That means you can make you can make more money, you can make more money in uh, a month that you can make in a year. You can make more money in a week than you can make in a month. You can make more money in a day than you can make in more money in a week. You make more money in an hour than you can um, in a day. And that's because you're educating and you're speaking. I could go on a stage, like I'm this is a virtual stage, but in this virtual stage, if there was a thousand people watching, that's me in front of a thousand people. I can, I can give a lot of value and give a call to action to help people with whatever we're talking about. They could take me up on that. Let's multiply 10% times 1,000 people. That's 100 people interested. Now let's multiply that 100 by, let's say the product is 1,000. What is that? Like 100,000? I got to make sure my math is math over here.
0: <laughs> so 1,000
1: times 100. Yeah. hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And maybe it took me 45 minutes to put on a presentation. Mm. So, so you want to learn, you want to learn something. Like I talked about it. What, what can you, what, what's something that you know would improve your life that you have been avoiding? Learn that. What is something that people come to you for that is so easy for you, but you, you never thought about monetizing it because it's so easy for you. And then thirdly, what's the thing that you notice in the marketplace that needs some improvement or doesn't exist? answer one of those one of all those questions you got a product that's right and you just, you just learn right. the art of of educating and teaching people how to do the thing and then uh speaking right so doing the thing is the lowest level of value doing the thing is the lowest level of value educating teaching speaking the thing is the highest level of value mm, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, i mean i could keep going
0: Listen, we didn't slack run all the way out of time. Now that, we are gonna stop it there because we need to do a part two. Okay, we need to do a part two <laughs> because that's good. And it's so true because my consulting firm was born out of the fact that people were asking me how we scaled our construction company so quickly. So I was giving people advice and telling them what to do. And then I thought, well, ugh, this is, I, I'm telling a lot of people this. So then I started to pursue speaking engagement so I could get them all in the same space at once. And yep. then I thought, well, uh, I want to have—I want them to have something they could take with them. So I wrote a book. You see what I'm saying? So it yeah. is—it is that teachable, it's the educational piece, and how you grow and how you package your things. That's the disconnect for a lot of people. They will have a product, service, or talent, and be skilled and be ready to hit the market, but that lack of packaging is the thing that keeps them from excelling. Right. So good. Okay. I got to, we got to get off. So tell them about your
1: product. Tell them about your workshop. Yeah. So listen, if you guys are looking to uh, launch a podcast, maybe grow monetize your show. I'm doing a free workshop uh, tonight. All you need to do is text the word profits to 213-444-7219, 213-444-7219. Text the word profits. You get to come to the workshop completely for free. Going to give you a lot of uh, valuable information that you can implement and get um, a win ASAP. And uh, the last three people that literally was in that workshop, one made $4,200 in a week, one made $9,000 in a week, another one made his first $2,000 uh, from the podcast. So a lot of information in there that's applicable, that's actionable, that you can use to make a result. So uh, 100% um, coming to the workshop.
0: Excited. Come to the workshop, you guys, and follow him. He is always dropping dimes. I'm telling you, dropping gems all the time. It's Brendan Boyd is his name. So it we have come to the part of the podcast where we are giving you the prayer disclaimer because we are a podcast that prays. We close out each podcast with prayer to honor God for our abundance. So Brendan, I want to ask you, I want to give you the opportunity. You want a prayer? or should I close it out?
1: You know what? I think you should close it out because I never had that. I've never, I've yet to have that experience. And then when you have me back on, I'll close it out. I, I want, okay. I want, I want the player covering.
0: Listen, I, I thought you were gonna be up. You know what? I want I want, the full, I want the, the full driving on.
1: experience. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead,
0: cut the music. We're gonna go ahead and pray. Okay. So I wanted to do the prayer today, the prayer of Jabez, because this is such a beautiful prayer, and I didn't want to freestyle it today. I wanted to read something that's beautiful. So, oh, that you would bless us indeed and enlarge our territory, that our hand would be with us, and that you would keep us from evil, and that we may not ever cause pain. So good. Isn't that good? Amen. Oh
1: good. Yeah, that was like a little teaser prayer, too. I was like, you just warming up. (laughs) Usually
0: my players are long and I'm freestyling, but I was like, something about this is beautiful. And I feel like it was so perfect for having you as a guest because partnering with you is expanding our territory and I'm watching you and your territory is constantly expanding. So I'm, I'm so blessed to be with you and share this time with you. And guys, we need to get Brendan on for a part two. Don't you think so? I think so. We need to hear more about the consumer laws and how to profit from podcasts and all the things. Okay. So my friend, thank you so much for sharing time with me and everybody that's watching. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day and until next time, let's keep thriving together. Thank you for watching. Bye Instagram. Bye everybody.